Hey, hey, what's up, Heart Fam? Welcome back to the Heartlift Podcast, where we know physical beauty is fleeting, but character, now that's lasting. It's time to grow together, so come get yourself a Heartlift. Hey, 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 Heart Fam, welcome back. So excited to have you here. Guys, this is two weeks in a row. Woo woo. I'm back at it. Man, if you listened to the last podcast talking about hard truths about myself, I admitted that I've developed lazy habits over the years and look at me go. I'm already combating them because this is a lot of work, but it's something I'm so passionate about. And so here we are and we are getting into part two. I'm going to be confessing two more hard truths I've learned about myself. So let's just go ahead and jump right in. Okay. So hard truth I've learned about myself. Number three, make sure you listen to the previous episode for numbers one and two, but number three is I've just settled for okay. Just okay. A mediocre life. Now, don't get me wrong. There is so much joy and amazement in the simplicity of life, but that's not what I'm talking about here. I'm talking about just settling for a life that is just lived out for the sake of living, just living day by day, living for the weekend, as you can hear pretty commonly. I can't wait for Friday to get here. Let's just get through Tuesday and Wednesday and Thursday. Let's just make them a part of our past as fast as possible. And I realized I've done that. I've kind of just settled and I've really let life take the reins of my life. I'm the one that is living my life. I'm the main character. I'm the person that should be taking the reins on what happens now. Can I control everything? Absolutely not. We know that for a fact. Life sometimes just happens and things are unexpected. But we still have a lot more say and input when it comes to the direction of our life than we'd like to admit. I want to be somebody that really dictates the trajectory of my life. I want to influence where my life ends up and it all comes to the choices that I make every day. And I'm not talking like, oh, well, tomorrow I'm just going to go write a book. It doesn't have to be that dramatic. Even in the smallest ways, I can influence where my life goes. For example, reading one page a day, reading five pages a day, I can become an avid reader. I can become more intelligent on a subject. I can begin to teach others on something that I used to struggle with just because I'm deciding to read, right? We can always use exercise as an example. I can become a healthier version of me with just one small decision. And so I've kind of just settled for my life being just okay. Now, will there be blah, boring moments? Yeah, that's part of life. Still got to clean the dishes, still got to scrub the toilets. That's going to always be a part of life. But man, there's something about letting life happen to you or making life happen for you. So yeah, I've realized that I've just settled lately. I've settled for, I feel like many years, I will say there has been moments in those years where 
I've taken control, like this podcast, this is something that I haven't settled for. I've really worked hard for, I've had to learn so much and it takes a lot of time and effort, but it's something that I decided to take the reins on. And as I was looking back and confronting this hard truth about myself, it reminded me, and gosh, it's always hard to explain this story because I know obviously I lived it and I experienced it. So only I can truly understand how it feels. And when I explain it, I feel like it's, I, I don't know, it's like simpler than the moment actually was, but I just remember a definitive moment where I was outside of my house in Florida. Well, my mother's house now in Florida, and I was just sitting on the walkway up like from my driveway to my house. And I was playing with the pebbles, the stones that were there on the yard, in the yard. And I just remember looking up at the sky and kind of just like having a conversation with God. And it was honestly more (laughs) one-sided. I was just kind of thinking about God and how big he is and how grand he is and how sovereign he is. And then all of a sudden, almost like, it was almost like he dropped a thought into my mind and it wasn't audible, but I knew it was from God. And he basically said, do you realize how much I have in store for you? And I was like, oh, and of course I've heard, I've heard that before. I mean, I grew up in church. They always tell you, yeah, God has great things for you. La 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 la. Right. But that was directly from him and I can't explain it. It just dropped into my soul, into my spirit. And I was like, I kind of just paused and thought about who I am. Like, what do you mean me? Like just little Leanne that lives in Palm Coast, Florida in a retirement home, basically. (laughs) If you know Palm Coast, you know, what, what could you possibly do? That's so grandiose in my life. But somehow in the very next moment, I believed it. It was so strange and I cannot even explain it, but I believed it. I don't know what it was, but it's, it's almost like I could envision my life and how grand it's supposed to be and how much I'm supposed to accomplish and how much he wants to use me. And as I was thinking back on how lately I feel like I've just settled, I'm like, man, what happened? What happened to that vision to what my life was supposed to be? And I'm not trying to say that my life isn't amazing because it is. I mean, I've experienced so many things. I've been able to travel. I'm married to the love of my life. We've moved a lot. We've been able to see different parts of the world. We've adventured. We have a child. We have pets. I mean, my life is pretty awesome. I've also been in ministry for many years. And so a lot has happened, but these past few years specifically, I have definitely settled. I would definitely say a huge factor that has impacted this settling is how much I've moved in the past few years. So gosh, let me do the math real quick. Okay. So the first move I moved from Florida to Charlotte, North Carolina in 2018, and then we lived there for about two, three years, and we moved to Pennsylvania, which is where I am now. So if you didn't know, it takes a long time to settle into a new place, and 
that's definitely been a challenge. This is a whole nother conversation, but it's been hard. It's been hard to find community. And I kind of just started being content with being comfortable. It's easier to just stay at home and chill in my pajamas and watch TV and let the time pass, right? Instead of putting yourself out there and not just settling, making life happen for you. And another fun fact about me is I would consider myself an omnivert, which is where I can relate to both an extrovert and an introvert. And that can impact me along with the fact that my lovely husband is most definitely an introvert. And so when I have introvert tendencies myself, and then I'm married to and live with 24 seven an introvert, that kind of rubs off on me more. And so it's just easier to kind of, you know, hide out and be in her own little world and her own little bubble. But neither of us love that. I mean, we do love that. What I'm trying to say is we do desire more and we do desire more community. We want to be surrounded by community and we want to be doing things that impact others and our lives. Have you ever heard the quote that goes a little something like this? Everyone in this life exists, but not everyone in this life lives to truly live out your life. And that's what I want to do. I want to take the reins again and make choices that will impact the direction of my life and how, how impactful it is in general. God wants the best for us, man. He wants to bless us and he wants the best for our life. In Psalm 37, four, it says, take delight in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. I have desires. I have visions. I have big dreams. I'm a dreamer and I see more that needs to be accomplished. So I delight in him. I love him. He's such an awesome God. And I know he's going to give me the desires of my heart, but I have to be willing to walk in those, right? When you want more, it requires more of you and more responsibility. Okay. My dog is dreaming in the background. So I'm going to stop real quick. I'm not sure if you can hear her. Okay. Sorry about that. And another scripture, Psalm 23, six says, surely goodness and mercy shall pursue me all the days of my life. So we should be living in goodness in richness, not in the wealth form, but in just a rich, good life. But you have to make decisions and you have to bring yourself out of your comfort zone more often than not. I am not going to go through my life unfulfilled because you can very easily do that. You can go through life, do the day to day. You can, you can go through life and have an okay life and nothing really went wrong necessarily, but it it didn't end fulfilled. And I'm not going to be that person. I am going to live a fulfilled life and I'm taking the reins back and I hope that you'll join me. But wait, there's another hard truth coming. Okay. So I feel like, man, I could really expand on that third point. My third hard truth. There's just so much that goes into that, but to keep this at a decent time, let's move on to the next one. Okay. So hard truth that I've learned about myself. Number four, the fact that I've let my people pleasing affect my walk with God. 
I've always known I'm a people pleaser and I know that affects my life, but it recently hit me that I've let it affect my walk with God. Let me explain. As far back as I can remember, I've always wanted to make sure that everyone around me is satisfied, is happy, that I don't inconvenience them in any way. I've always been that way. And to be that way, you carry, it's you kind of carry a heavy burden because you're constantly thinking about other people. It's not healthy. It can be a good thing because it shows that you do care, you have compassion, but there are a lot of negative impacts from being a people pleaser. And if you are a people pleaser, you know exactly what I'm talking about. I mean, I'm to the point where if I get a horrendous haircut or job done to my hair, and I mean, I absolutely hate it. And the hairstylist is like this stranger that I don't know that, you know, it's not like we carry a friendship or anything. If they ask me how, how I like it or how they did, I'm like, oh, nice. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> and I actually deep down inside am crying because I, I hate it and I don't want to live my life with this horrendous hairstyle. True story that happened. I wish I could find a picture. It was, I literally looked like a skunk. <laughs> it was so bad. Well, that can also be talked about for a whole entire episode, if not more than one episode. But specifically, let's talk about how it affected my walk with God. Well, as you can imagine, religion is a controversial topic. It's a sensitive topic and it's not always received well. And with people pleasing definitely comes avoiding any type of conflict or disagreement. And so a topic like that is just really hard to address because as a people pleaser, you want to avoid any of that discomfort at all costs. And so I've just realized over time that God might put something on my heart and I decide not to go with it or not to follow through because I want to people please and I want to make sure that I'm not causing any discomfort or bringing up something that might cause a conflict, but this is also a problem because if you know Jesus, if you're a Christian, you know how really everything in this life comes back to him. And this is, he's the reason why we were put on this earth and he has a mission for us. In Matthew 28, 18 through 20, it says, go therefore and make disciples. That's our great commission. And I have often avoided what God has told me to do or put on my heart because I am a people pleaser and I don't want that to, I don't want that to hold me back and I'm human. I mean, I'm sure I'll fail here and there, but now that I'm aware of it and facing it, I want to make sure that, you know, when I, it's, it's a very deep thought, but when I get to heaven and God looks at me, Jesus I meet Jesus, I want them to say, well done, good and faithful child. 
You know, you did what you were supposed to do. You accomplished much. You changed lives. And I know how important it is for you to follow through because lives can truly be impacted. It's happened to me a couple times where something random happened to me and it was definitely God moving through somebody and working through someone. And I want to make sure I'm that person. I want to make sure that, you know, I am able to impact others' lives because I was obedient and I wasn't being, I wasn't scared of someone thinking, oh, well, she's inconveniencing me or I don't like this. You know, I just, there's a point where you need to let go of your people pleasing. Now I'll give you an example. Like, what do I mean? What have I been held back from? Well, there has been a few times that I've overcome my people pleasing or caring about what others think. And there's been a couple times where God asked me to pray for someone right there on the spot in person, which is, you know, can, that can feel very out of your comfort zone. But there were a couple times where I went ahead and listened and I asked if I could pray. We ended up praying and the result was amazing. You know, they ended up getting emotional or crying and just really needed that in-person prayer. And so even though I was doubting myself and, you know, felt a little uncomfortable, it ended up being a wonderful, wonderful thing. And God uses those moments. Obviously he knows, I mean, if he puts it on your heart, there's a reason. And there have been times where someone else listened to God and, you know, didn't worry about what I was going to think and did something to me that impacted me. So they listened to God and they followed through. And I mean, it changed my entire week. I can remember a few of those instances. And you know what? It's just, this is our, really our eternal purpose. And I just want to make sure that I'm not shying away from the good news that I know. I mean, I'm holding this amazing gift, medicine, (laughs) key to life. And I want to make sure that I'm not shying away just because I'm a people pleaser and I want to make sure I don't step on anybody's toes and impact them negatively when in reality, if God puts it on your heart, it's not going to be for bad. It's going to be for good. And I really like this scripture. It's a beautiful scripture because as much as we want to be obedient and do what God tells us, we also have to be wise. Obviously, we're not going to, I know for me, for one, I felt forced into religion, so I'm never going to be forceful, but I'm going to be obedient. I'm going to be kind and I'm going to follow what's on my heart if God puts it on my heart. But in Colossians 4, 6, it says, let your conversation be seasoned with salt, always full of grace so that you may know how to answer everyone. I love how that's put because yeah, we might be challenged to say something or pray for someone or do something that is laid on your heart, but you can always do it with grace. Seasoned with salt 
That way we are being wise with the way that we talk to others. Yeah, so I just don't want to underestimate the power of following what God puts on your heart. There has been, like I said, several times that another Christian followed what was on their heart and said something to me or said something to my husband, actually, even right before we moved here and we were confused on whether or not we should make this move, God literally used a stranger, a stranger to confirm that we were supposed to make this move. Yeah, a stranger. And I have stories like that. That can be a whole nother episode if you guys are interested. I know I love hearing stories like testimonies about how God moves in people's lives, even in the simplest of ways. Let me know and I will 100% record that episode. But yeah, I mean, don't underestimate the power of a word or just a simple act of obedience when God puts something, God puts something on your heart. I know I want to make sure that I, facing this truth, am more bold and care or yeah, care less about what people are going to think and care more about what God's going to think and how he's going to use that simple moment that he put on my heart to do something amazing. All right. All right. Well, those were my last two hard truths I've learned about myself little recap. The third one was I've settled for just okay. It's time to romanticize your life and go for the things that are on your heart. Just because they seem years away or not at an arm's reach, pursue it. Make one decision or do one thing that will bring you closer to that thing that's going to make your life amazing. Get out of your comfort zone and believe that you are meant to live a blessed, fulfilled life. And then number four, for myself, I've let people pleasing affect my walk with God and kind of dictate the things that I do when it comes to I walk with God and the decisions I make and how I choose to interact with certain people and whether or not I listen to what God puts in my heart, which can be an everlasting impact. So being bold really can kind of tie to both and just taking the reins on your own life to make a difference. Well, that is it for this week. I hope you guys have enjoyed this topic. It's been two episodes now, kind of just letting you in on, you know, parts about myself that I don't really want to face, but it's important that we do. Just like I talked about in the very first episode, it's important that we face our flaws because sometimes we don't know what it is that we need to change unless we face those flaws. And it's important that we can work towards either fixing or changing whatever it is that we might need to change. But I hope you guys have been encouraged by this and maybe you've done a little self-reflection 
and you're on your way to a better version of yourself. All right, guys. Well, I hope you have a wonderful week and I will talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Did you find value in today's episode? The best way to thank me is by leaving a written review. It helps me stay encouraged and it pushes it out to the right audience that need to hear these messages. Don't be a stranger. Join our Instagram community at the heartlift. All right, heart fam, God bless. And we'll chat next week.